What's up, guys? Welcome back to another video by the Fantasy Phonetics. I'm Nathan. I'm here with Spencer. You want to say hello? What's up, guys? So this is the third uh, weekly rankings video for week one. Um, this is the receivers this time. Uh, we got week one coming up. This is being recorded on Monday like the other rankings videos. We're three days away from the regular season. The sad part is we have to wait six days until the first Sunday when football really starts. Thursday, football starts, but Sunday is when it really starts. I think, so, uh, you I think this will it? be coming out Wednesday. So, tomorrow, so I'm in time for Thursday for sure. Tomorrow will be football. Yeah, based on when this released. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. Yeah, and Pretty then you cool. got to go through the two slowest days of your of your life between that first Friday and Saturday before the Sunday. Yeah, I got drafts loaded up this week before Thursday, so yeah, it's, gonna be it's, busy. it's draft season. Alrighty, well, so for week one, we've got our receiver rankings on the screen. Go check them out on our website, theffanatics.com. Um, we've got my rankings, we got Spencer's and our average rankings. Um, big shout out again to Cole Shake for the clean design. So we both have Devontae Adams at number one. We both have Tariq Hill at number two. And then after that's when it begins to change. How do you feel about Adams and Hill being one and two? Do you think we'll see that most weeks? Well, I was going to put Hill at one this week just based off of Devontae Adams' matchup. Uh, he's going to be lined up against uh, Lattimore, mm -hmm. I would guess. Um, and Tariq Hill probably against Denzel Ward, but they're probably not going to cover Tariq Hill with one certain guy um, yeah. but you know, Devontae's so good and he's really got no you know other big receiver there to compete with targets besides Robert Tanyan mm -hmm. and he's not really gonna take many targets away from Adams mm -hmm. uh, you know Adams is probably gonna be at one most weeks I think a lot of weeks um, depending on the matchups I think any of those top six depending on their matchups, have a chance at being the number one receiver on any given week um, for our rankings. Um, Adams got a great connection with Rodgers, and like you were saying, not many other receiving options to take away a bunch of work from him. Tyreek's competing with Kelsey, but that offense at the same time is more potent. And I expect Cleveland to give Kansas City a better game than the Saints will give Green Bay. So it, it may even out. And then after that, you have Calvin Ridley at three. I have DK Metcalf at three. Why do you have uh, Calvin Ridley in that three spot? Uh, just because he's not facing a very good defensive team. Um, like we talked about in previous videos, I could see Atlanta having to throw a lot. Um, you know, But Arthur Smith had, did come from Tennessee where they love to run the ball. Um, but, I mean, Calvin Ridley, he's a stud. Last year, he was wide receiver one for how many weeks? Probably eight or nine. Yeah, he, he was up there for a while. And then uh, you know, he doesn't have Julio there anymore. The only thing you got to worry about is his pits. But I mean that. I mean Russell Gage. I mean, are you really worried about him? No, not really. So I mean, I just think it's matchup, uh, and Calvin Ridley will probably fall into that three spot most weeks, unless you know he has a tough matchup and somebody else has a really good matchup. Yeah, I think we're gonna see that top six kind of stay steady. Maybe someone like Justin Jefferson and Terry McLaurin will make it a group of eight. Or seven, but I think you're going to see they will stay the top eight maybe for a lot of the season and then just kind of shift around within themselves. I've got DK at three. Um, they're playing Indy, who you don't really know how the offense is going to be under Carson Wentz. 
Uh, Jonathan Taylor should be getting good run. TK is going to be going up against Xavier Rhodes probably. Um, that'd be my guess. I don't think he has any chance of holding DK. Um, I, I, and like we've talked about in other videos, I think Russ is going to be allowed to cook and that offense is going to be clicking. So I think it's a big week for DK. Me having um, him at six has nothing, no knock on DK. I just think Diggs and Hopkins are better plays just because I think the, you know, Arizona has more targets now, but DeAndre Hopkins has showed for three or four years that he is. Yeah, it don't matter. He is the real deal. It doesn't matter who's in that offense. It doesn't matter who's throwing to him. Yeah, he's going to command his targets to get his yards and touchdowns. And the digs, uh, I, th- I feel like you know Pittsburgh has a really good defense, but like I said, Josh Allen forces him the ball. He makes sure Diggs gets his. Yeah, the Pittsburgh defense is why I have Diggs behind guys like Hopkins and Ridley. Um, that's the only reason. He's going to get tons of targets. He's their main guy, um, especially a new running game. They're just gonna ha- they're gonna have to throw because Pittsburgh's gonna shut that down real quick, but that's nothing Buffalo doesn't want to do. Yeah. Um, so right after those guys, we both have Justin Jefferson at seven. Do you think he's next in line to make that kind of top group of receivers? Um, between him and guys like uh, CD Lamb, uh, the only reason I have CD Lamb so low is because you know he's facing Tampa Bay, but. You know, if he was facing somebody like Philly or the Chargers, I'm just naming out random teams. I mean, I would have him up around that nine to ten range too. Not Terry. You don't think Terry's up there with Jefferson as far as like next in line? I think Terry is super talented. He's going to have the best quarterback play of his career, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Hmm. I don't love the quarterback situation. I know you're a big Ryan Fitzpatrick fan. I am not. I'm not a big Ryan Fitzpatrick fan, but he's a massive upgrade to like Dwayne Haskins, who I just yeah, watched play is, the third but, stringers against the Panthers. But they also just added Curtis Samuel, too. That don't matter. But I'm like we said in the last video, Curtis Samuel is questionable. McLaurin's so the alpha dog there. If Curtis Samuel doesn't play, I'll keep him. I'll probably move him up past Mike Evans. I'll probably move him up to eight where you have him. Gotcha. Oh, I see. You got Evans at eight. Um, I've got all three of the Bucks receivers, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, a little closer together. I've got Evans at 12. I've got Godwin at 15. And off the top of my head, AB's at 27. I was trying to move AB up into like my you no know, lower 20s. Um, I think as the season goes, you'll see those those three, the rankings kind of come closer together because you never know any any, any given week, one of them is going to pop off for like 100 yards and touchdown. Um, but for this week against Dallas, I think I think Mike Evans and uh, Chris Godwin are going to be the better plays. What do you think about A.J. Brown and Julio Jones? Well, I got a question. Sure. What about who would you – what if you had a duo? Now, most people probably wouldn't. But who would you pick, C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper or Mike Evans and Chris Godwin? Just for any, you know, all season. Um, For fantasy or like real life? Fantasy. For fantasy, I would go... I think I would go Amari and C.D. Lamb. It's close because... Man, that's tough. I'm going to go Evans and Godwin. I would go Evans and Godwin. But it's really? by a smidge. Evans and Godwin. Okay. 
Yeah, I just think they're like it's it's hard. You're splitting hairs here. That's just personal preference. I think Evans is the best receiver out of the four of them that you named, and then I think between Godwin and Amari and CD, they're all very close. Yeah, I think. Mm. Yeah, it's close, but I I would rather have CD Lamb and Amari Cooper. But you know, like you said, it's, it's super close. And then we have AJ Brown. Uh, you have him at nine. I have him at ten. Still a top ten play. The only thing you got to worry about is Julio Jones, though. Um, well, and Derrick Henry. I mean, Derrick Henry. Could- yeah, but I mean, he he produced last year with Derrick Henry there. If you watch AJ Brown, though, he is so fun to watch. He's very. And they got a pretty good matchup with Arizona. Arizona does have a tough defense. Um, they but their really- corners are weak. Yeah, but they have a really good defensive line, so maybe they shy away from the run a little bit more and only give Derrick Henry what twenty five carries. <laughs> yeah, then they might bring him back a little bit. And then uh, I just don't I mean, see who's going to cover AJ Brown and Julio. I don't know how an offense can produce two top fifteen receivers and a top three running back, though. I don't know. I mean, I think the Chiefs, the Chiefs, when they had Kareem Hunt, um, had that kind of thing going with Kelsey and Hill. Yeah, but Ryan Tannehill isn't Patrick Mahomes. But Kel- hey, no was it, was it Sm- wasn't Alex Smith there for no, a little they, bit? No, they had Mahomes. They had Mahomes throwing the ball to him. I thought that Kareem Hunt breakout season was with Alex Smith. I'm pretty sure that was Mahomes. I'd have to double check that. I think it was Mahomes. Look at, yeah, you look it up real quick. Um but then skipping through the uh, Bucks and Cowboys receivers, uh, Keenan Allen at 13. I am s- lower on him than you are. I have him at 16. You have him at 10. Uh, just because of that Washington defense he's facing. Um, are you not worried about the defense with that ranking at 10? Uh, sorry, with Keenan Allen? Um, no, I think their defensive line is great. Their secondary is okay. I just think Keenan Allen's their main guy. I think the Washington offense is going to be very good. I think the Chargers defense can be suspect at times. And so the Chargers are going to have to pass a lot. And a lot of that's going to Eckler and it's going to Keenan Allen. And then the occasional deep bomb to uh, Mike Williams. Other than that, I just like I just think Keenan Allen's going to be fed here. I don't think they really have any shutdown corner to continue with that. And then off to DJ Moore. You have him at 11. I have him at 18. Why are you so high on DJ Moore? The talent is extremely explosive. Got a brand new quarterback coming in. Uh, Terrace Marshall is going to help free up some space for him, I think. McCaffrey coming back. Uh, he's just super explosive. They feed the ball to him. Dude's an 80 yard touchdown waiting to happen. Oh, by the way, um, it was Alex Smith it playing was. that playing that Kareem Hunt year. Let's see. But um. I don't know. I think Robbie Anderson – well, I think Sam Darnold is a downgrade from Teddy B. Actually, I, I really do think so. Um, I don't think he could spread it around like Teddy B did. Um, and his favorite receiver is probably going to be Robbie Anderson, if not Terrence Marshall at some point. But DJ Moore is a stud. Um, Mahomes. The Mahomes year I was thinking about was when – that was when Kareem got suspended. That's what I was thinking about. Oh, okay. The next year. But, I mean, he still was playing good up until that suspension. Oh, so. yeah. But um, Sorry to take you away. No, you're good. You're good. I was finished up talking about DJ Moore. 
And then Adam Thielen, I have him at 15. You have him at 17. Um, yep. He has a really good matchup against Cincinnati. He's just kind of touchdown dependent. I don't think he's going to go out there and get you 150 yards like Justin Jefferson always has the chance of. Um, I think Jefferson is clearly the wide receiver one now. Last year it was kind of like a 1A, 1B. Um, I think with a full offseason, Jefferson's going to really take the lead. And Thielen's just going to be banking on touchdowns, but he has such a good connection with Kirk Cousins. I wouldn't put him past him to be well in the double digits again. I think last year I had 14. But he does have the chance to get like 10 catches for 90 yards. Like that does sound like an Adam Thielen stat line. Yeah, but those are kind of few and far in between. He's very touchdown dependent. Well, you had him last year. I've never had him before. So, yeah, I had um, him last year. He, he did great. He had tons of touchdowns. I think he had somewhere 12 to 14 touchdowns. He had 14. Okay. Yeah, he had 14. And that's that's just not happening again. Yeah, I don't see it. But uh, Robert Woods, I have him at 17. You have him at 18. And then Tyler Lockett, um, you're a big fan of the Seattle offense. I think Tyler Lockett is the biggest boomer bust player in the league. And he, he's, he's up he'll there. get you 40 on a random Sunday night, or he'll get you 203 you know, touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. And, or he'll give you 2.1 points, you know? So I think there's very little in between with him. So you think he can maybe, you know, produce consistency this year. I think he can. Um, as long as they let Russ cook, that's the main thing. I've said it in a lot of videos. If they stay consistent and let him keep throwing the ball around, uh, there will be plenty to go around for Lockett. DK is obviously going to be the main focal point, but Tyler Lockett's too talented. Uh, him and Russ have a great connection, so I would look for him to have a have a more consistent year this year. And not to skip over Robert Woods, but uh, I think he is the better receiver to have in that Rams offense. Don't you agree? Um, I would at th- – it's just so close because Cup a couple of years ago was a touchdown machine, but he got hurt. So if he can get back to that, it wouldn't surprise me if Cup outscores him. But I think Robert Woods is extremely steady. He's very consistent. Yeah, especially in PPR formats, mm-hmm. uh, he'll get you, you know, eight or nine catches a game. Yeah, one big name I see there that is. I think unusually low, but it's purely just because of matchup is Allen Robinson. We've got him at 20. That's purely just because of Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, that is only because of Jalen Ramsey or else I would have him, you know, in that top 15 easy. Yeah. So look for him to move up in our following weeks. Um, who are some other ones you want to touch on? Who's got a lot to go around there? We talked about AD. Um, the Cincinnati receivers. Uh, okay. Let's start off with T Higgins. Okay. Uh, so we think he's going to be, you know, the week one target. Week one, number one target for Joe Burrow. Do you think that continues all season, or do you think that's just until Jamar Chase gets going? I think that's going to be most of the season. I think he's very underrated as far as talent. He's a big frame, big body, moves really well. Jamar Chase is going to come along. He's going to have those explosive plays, and then Tyler Boyd's going to get plenty of looks. But I think over overall, T. Higgins is going to be the most consistent number one option. And then uh, I see Cortland Sutton here. I have him at 26. You have him at 21. I have him at 26 just because he's going against James Bradbury, who's a very good corner. Mm-hmm. And um, because, I mean, I said I like Teddy B better than Sam Darnold, but that doesn't mean much. I mean, I don't love the Teddy B situation. Well, I mean, everybody goes back and talks about how Teddy carried three top 25 receivers. I think that was more the offense than Teddy Bridgewater. I do too, but Bridgewater can at least manage it. Like, he's not going to, you know, 
tanky receivers. He'll at least get the ball to him. Um, with Sutton and Jerry Judy, it's hard to it's hard for me at this point to separate them. I've got Sutton at twenty one and Judy at twenty five. Judy could very easy it could very easy flip flop and Judy be the number one this year. It's yep. hard to tell because Judy was on his own last year with Sutton being injured, and then the year before that Sutton was a stud. So it's it's hard to tell. It's early, but we'll see. And then uh, Odell Beckham, we kind of have him around that 23-24 range. He's just such a big question mark. Possible comeback player of the year? I don't think so. He's got that potential between him and Dak or Saquon. I think think Dak has that thing locked up with how he plays. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. Because his injury was way more, you know, he's a quarterback. And, you know, the hard knocks people have seen what he's been through. Too, um, I just think Dak has that word locked up, kind of like Alex Smith had it last year. Yeah, the last one I want to ask you about before we uh, start to wrap up is Kenny Galladay at thirty-one. I do not like the disrespect. I do not like the disrespect. I haven't ranked at twenty-seven. Um, I'm at thirty-seven. I, I think he's a very talented player. I don't like his situation, and certainly not this matchup. Well, I mean, the matchup is why I have him at twenty-seven. Um, you know, if he was facing a mid to back end defense, I would have him a little bit higher. That's that's crazy, I think. But Kenny Galladay is super talented. He catches a lot of touchdowns. Evan Ingram might not play um, in irrelevant. the week one matchup. You think that's irrelevant? Yeah. Because Kyle Rudolph can just slide right in. I wanted to show you something real quick. Hold on. It's going to take a second to get it up. Well, Kenny Galladay, back when he was on the Lions, he was the guy. Like the guy in Stafford was a competent thrower. I think he, he is the guy in this run game. That's Saquon. That's Saquon Barkley. No he's a, he's as big of a question mark as Kenny Galladay is. Well, there's more receiving threats that could uh, take targets away from him. You got Darius Slayton there. You know, you touch on Evan Ingram and Saquon out of the backfield. But there's, I just, I'm just not a believer in Daniel Jones compared to like Matthew Stafford when he was like his only guy. I think this was the weeks that Matthew Stafford missed. He still was wide receiver three. Yeah, but look David Blount was with they, but, but he had Marvin Jones with him. Mm-hmm. He had Marvin Jones and then TJ Hawkins in his rookie year. Yeah, I mean, Marvin Jones is a boomer bust. He's kind of like a tired of locket. But so I would say, I would, I would say that Marvin Jones and TJ Hawkinson is better than Darius Slayton and Evan Ingram. But there's no Saquon. They're not handing the ball no, to Saquon. I, I, I think you're really overestimating because they're going to be stacking the box for once. If, for one, if Saquon is Saquon, I think they'll be stacking the box, and then that's just going to. I think that's just even more reason why Kenny Galladay can succeed. But uh, he's going to start off. He's going to start off the gate probably a little bit slow, just because we'll he see. is hurt. Yeah. Um. That's another reason I have him a little bit horror, lower, or I would have moved him higher. Yeah. Anyways, we already touched on the Tampa Bay receivers. Um, let's look at any more. Corey Davis. I think the only other ones that I'd like to talk about is the Pittsburgh receivers. Three very solid options. Right now, we've got, uh, I think, Juju ranked as the lowest one between us. I've got Deontay Johnson at 28, got Claypool at 29, and Juju at 30. So I ranked them all together. Um, it's kind of a wait back and see because all three of them have shown potential. They've got the talent and the 
potential opportunity to be the number one receiver in that offense. So it's hard to rank him at this point, I think. Yeah, it's kind of like a – I mean, it's not a great situation either. I mean, Big Ben doesn't have the deep ball like he once did. So, I mean, there's a long juju catches that he used to have. Yeah. I've kind of been eliminated. Uh, Deontay Johnson, I think, is the much better one just because he's kind of the underneath guy for Big Ben. Okay. But I think the guy you want in that offense, Najee Harris. Absolutely. Oh, I think work. clearly. I think absolute clearly. workhorse. Him yeah, and Deontay Johnson. I really like Deontay Johnson this year. I can see that by your ranking at 22. Yeah. And that's a guy I don't have in any of my drafts either yeah, because we'll he's see. going so high right now. I think I've got him in one league. Yeah. But uh, Marquez Callaway, I see where we have a big a big gap there. You have him at 35. I have him at 48. Mm-hmm. I f- is I think he might be guarded by Jair Alexander. He, yeah, he may be, but they're playing Green Bay. Green Bay is going to score a ton of points on them. They're going to have to throw. And Marquez Callaway at this point is their only like option they've seen so far down the field. Kamar is going to get his out of the backfield. And, Can I make a bold prediction? Sure. Let's see, let's right see now? It. Sure. Marquez Callaway, if guarded by Jair Alexander, has one catch. Wow. One, one catch. catch. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I think that is pretty bold. If Green Bay gets up and Jameis is slinging it, assuming his colorblindness is gone, like we said in the last video, uh, assuming he can see the right colors, I think I think Marquez has the potential to catch a long touchdown. He's kind of comparable to, um, oh my gosh, his name, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scaling for the Packers, that kind yeah. of player. I have heard a little bit of uh, MVS. Aaron Rodgers loves him. Yeah, I thought I thought there was maybe a potential uh, sleeper in there, but I mean, just the drops problem. It's just, can you really trust a receiver after Devontae Adams? Not really. Nah, but um, I think that's gonna do the rankings video. So everyone else you want to add? No, it looks good. Appreciate everybody for watching. Check out our website, theffanatics.com. We post weekly rankings, weekly articles, a lot of good content. Our podcast, our YouTube channel is the Fantasy Fanatics. Um, and then our Twitter, the FFNX three, um, we are, we're on there all the time. We'll be live streaming before games. We'll be answering Twitter questions before games. Feel free to hit us up. we got our league starting up. we got drafts coming. If anybody wants to get in a league, we still have spots open, hit us up. And, uh, other than that, I think we'll see you in the next one. All right.